Hey, Nacho. Hey, Sophie D. Ooh. Ooh. Welcome to Late to the Party. Where we talk about movies and TV shows we missed out on when they were super popular. I guess you could say that we're late, late to, to the, the party. party. <laughs> I almost fumbled there. You almost fumbled. <laughs> Like in the football that happened recently? Oh, yeah. the football. I didn't watch it. I Honestly, I had no idea that it was happening until the week of. Oh. <laughs> and then I had no idea who was the uh, halftime show until like the day before. Whoops. Yeah. Yeah. I only remember the Super Bowls happening because my brother's birthday is the same weekend. Mm. Yes. Oh, is it always like the same weekend? Yeah. Okay. I... I'm still stuck on Chinese New Year where it goes with the moon. Yeah. And they like just choose every year when the Super Bowl is. <laughs> they don't do that. <laughs> they should. Like they flip a coin. and Yeah. <laughs> that'll really keep everyone on their toes it'd be fun yeah i instead ended up watching wandavision the whole time i haven't gotten into that yet but i keep hearing like now it's really good like in the first two episodes or something maybe it was it was a slower start yeah the and first then, two episodes you're like okay this is weird and then the next bunch you're like what bruh wanda <laughs> <laughs> miss ma'am yeah <laughs> I guess I'll put that on my list. You gotta. When will I ever get to it? Who knows? Who knows? I was busy watching the Britney documentary. Oh, I still haven't watched it. And I'm fully free Britney now. Oh my God, yeah. The only thing I would say is that the way that they shot it and told the story, it they made it look like some of the Britney supporters are like full on conspiracy theorists, (laughs) which like I think some of them might be, but then also at the same time, no? Yeah. I get that. And then I was thinking about that, not to get too deep, but then I was like, this is how it happens on the other side. (laughs) You know, because you start and you're like, oh, those are the crazy ones. And then you keep doing the research and you're like, oh, wait. Yeah. So. I hate when conspiracy theories make sense. I'm afraid. But like, obviously, like the lower level ones, like the not as crazy ones. Yeah. You're like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're fun. Yeah. Yeah. No, we did land on the moon. It's a fine. It's whatever. Yeah. yeah. The moon is cheese. You believe in the moon anyway? (laughs) Oh, did you ever watch the Wallace and Gromit movie where they go to the moon and they start eating it? Uh, I feel like I've seen scenes, but I don't think I've seen the whole movie. Oh my God, I love it. And that, <laughs> that movie makes me so hungry to watch. That was like the peak of claymation. Yes. We need so to bring cute. claymation back. Maybe not like us personally. Definitely like not. us as a society can bring claymation back. <laughs> no, us personally. No, no, no. I would love to try it though. Yeah. I think it'd be so much fun after um, two hours. Yeah. We don't have Which time. would be like two seconds. Yeah, we don't have time like that. No, we don't. You know who has a lot of time, though? Tom Hanks and... Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan. There yes. <laughs> and you've got mail. I was going to say Kathleen Ryan. <laughs> yeah, you weren't fully wrong. I was going to mash both their names yeah. together. <laughs> so, yeah, we did You've Got Mail. Um, this is the last... We decided to go all romance movies this month. I don't know if anyone noticed. Hopefully I mean, you did. after last week's banger. Yeah. This had too much to reach up to. It, it did, but it also was such an easy and great fun watch. Yeah, after a while into it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you just hate every movie in the first 20. You hate exposition is what you hate. I really do, I guess. I don't want to meet these characters. Ugh, just give it to Just give me it. Just get me into the climax and that's it. That's all I want. What did you know about You've Got Mail? I knew that it was AOL. I knew that it was Mr. America's Sweetheart Tom Hanks. Aww. And I thought it was Meg Ryan, which yes. was correct. But I just wasn't like completely sure that it was Meg Ryan. And I thought it was 80s, except it's not. It's 1998. What is it about the 90s that they just banged out like a million romantic movies? It's it's like the Marvel movies now. It's just what's sold, I think. Okay. You that know? makes sense. 
They're like, oh my God, Tom Hanks in his prime? Yeah. Tom Hanks is always in his prime. That was rude of me to say. <laughs> Tom Hanks in his early days? Wow, let's give him everything. And then he, Meg Ryan was like the it girl, I think, of the time. Yes, and he did a bunch of romantic movies yeah. too. Like everyone gushes over Sleepless in Seattle. Like, come on. We should watch that. Oh, it's so good. So good. <laughs> our, our one friend in college, she had AOL on her computer still. Still? <laughs> so she would open up her laptop and go, you've got mail. No. And we would all start repeating it like, you've got mail you've got mail <laughs> goodbye so i always think of her whenever i hear that you've got mail oh that's fun yeah i tried watching this once actually so i was on this i remember this i don't know like the scene i remember is i was on this movie upstate it was the same one that was a disaster movie that i tell you about all the time yes and there was a nor'easter that had a snowed in and uh we got put up in a hotel up there so we got snowed in we were in this hotel so me and like two other friends we were like let's just watch uh you've got mail because someone just happened to have the dvd okay so we tried we put it on really random right (laughs) owning a movie (laughs) on a on a movie yeah like that's what you're gonna do in your spare time i'm gonna watch this exact dvd and not put netflix on because this was like 2017 yes so then um we we put it on and then i don't know what happened but my brain just stopped paying attention i do that all the time so I, I like I was around when it was on. Yeah. But I wasn't actually watching it. You just completely dissociated. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I just remember like the credits started and then it was snowing outside. And then you blacked out. And I was sitting on the hotel bed. So I guess because I wasn't directly in front of the TV because it was like it was the bed and then like a little bit to the right was the actual like sitting area. Mm-hmm. So because I wasn't in like the quote unquote room with the TV. Yeah. I think I just like shut down. I was like, oh, I'm not watching TV today. <laughs> You're like, I'm napping with my eyes open. If it's not directly in front of me, I don't see it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was that. Yes. Can I give you an uh, uh, Nat's original synopsis? Absolutely. In the early days of AOL, where people weren't cautious of catfishing, Ooh. Kathleen Kelly and Joe Fox become internet friends and then find out that they're actually business rivals in real life. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How much whiplash did it did it give you to see the old desktop screens and hearing the dial-up tone? Oof. I was like, oh, I don't miss that sound. Ugh. You know, I actually don't remember the, um, the er, 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 dial do. tone. Yeah. Like, I don't know what, like, we had to have had AOL because I had AIM and IM. I yeah, just don't remember, like, the sign-up, like, dialogue box. That was, like, way early. Yeah. Like, I was six. Yeah, <laughs> I think because like my dad was always in IT and tech. Yeah. So I don't. So you definitely had. I know. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I know I had it. I just don't remember that's that. Weird. Yeah, I didn't. I was obviously in my single digits, so I didn't understand how it all worked. So I'd be like, come on, people. <laughs> come on. Bring it. Let's go. Let's go. Come let's on. go. Because the last the last little like it'd give you these three symbols. Yeah. And the last one's the happy people. So I'd be like, come on, people, 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 people. people. <laughs> But the movie opens on that that desktop screen. And I was like, oh, my God, so smart. Just yeah. bring us into the, let us feel the moment. Let us be in it. The movie starts with com- weird computer sounds. And I thought it was coming from my laptop. So I got so oh, scared. Oh, man. Because, you know, my laptop is like. She's a little old. One leg in, in, in a grave. Ready to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, they did prank us. They didn't think about that back yeah. in the old days. They pranked us. I was like, oh, shit, not now. <laughs> yeah. But we also, we see it's the title sequence. So we see that it's a Nora Ephron film. So it's the other thing. Nora Ephron was just making all of the rom-coms back in that time. So that, that was name like, does sound very familiar. She, she did the um the other one that we watched. When's Harry Met Sally. Oh. That's like her thing. Uh, yeah. And that's also Meg Ryan. Oh, my God, it is. Yep. Oh, my God. Just different hair. <laughs> that's all she does is romantic movies? I think so. Wow. We can look up her filmography after. Okay. Which, again, we should have done beforehand, but why would we ever do any research before coming into a podcast? Never. Never. 
Not once. So then title sequence, Dave Chappelle. Yes. Right? I didn't expect him to be in this. Neither did I. (laughs) I feel like I've heard that he was in this, but then I also just like never decided to like commit that to memory. Yeah. So I was like, wait, Dave Chappelle? I liked him in this. It was fun. I thought he was adorable. Then we transition into a real life, um, like from the computer screen, there's like a picture of a brownstone. Then we transition to the real life version of that brownstone. We go inside, we see that Meg Ryan is sleeping and then gets woken up by Greg Kinnear, who is already up and talking about the news way too early. Yeah. She's not even awake yet. And unless a loved one is dead or dying, nothing that urgent needs to wake my ass up no 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 and he's like oh my god babe guess what happened the front page and i don't even know what he's talking about but i'm yeah. like mm, don't bring that to me in the she morning. literally hasn't even sat up yet right she's still Her like, eyes are still closed head on the pillow babe <laughs> the news look at this article <laughs> so meg also <laughs> pretends like she cares about what he's talking about okay him to death yes i would have done the same thing yep absolutely and then fall back is like <laughs> <laughs> he runs out because he has to go to work and then she checks the people to make sure that he's like gone gone and then she checks out the window to make sure he's really gone and i'm like meg what are we doing girl i know i was like is that her man are we about to watch another romantic movie where someone's leaving their man <laughs> Ooh, so early it's been five seconds i know yeah so she very sketchily watches him walk away very sketchily yeah once he's definitely gone, she logs onto her computer and uses AOL. We get the you've got mail. You've got mail. Yeah. And I was like, it makes sense, but I didn't expect that the first two seconds into the movie. Yeah. You would think she's sneaking onto her computer like that to watch some porn. But nope. Like, just to talk to strangers. Yeah. She's just reading an email. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I can't let people know that I'm emailing yeah. these days. Ooh, scandalous. <laughs> Another man in my Ooh. email box. <laughs> Ooh. So her screen name is Shop Girl. And she gets an email from Tom Hanks and his dog Brinkley. And Tom Hanks' screen name is NY152. Okay. Not not as fun as Shop Girl. No, definitely not. <laughs> you know, Tom Hanks, maybe he didn't have the time to, to creatively think about a screen name. He didn't think about the weight of a screen name. He's like, I don't know, January 52? Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. They go into a whole thing later on about it. but Yeah. So then we get a voiceover from Mr. Tom Hanks himself saying that he's making coffee. It's like his letter that he's writing to Shop Girl. They wrote like legit letters Legitimate, to each other. Legitimate, yeah. Like pen pals, but on the computer. It was kind of cute. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, he's just making coffee for his girlfriend who is in a rush. She yeah. also... It's basically the mirror relationship of Meg Ryan and Greg Kenner, where the <laughs> where Tom Hanks is like super chill, laid back, and then the girlfriend is like, "I gotta go to work. So many things to do today. So much stuff. Let's go." <laughs> and then they're both they both also check that the opposite the other partner leaves before they sneak onto their computer to talk to strangers. Yeah, super weird. So, you know what a weird premise. They had to walk so we could run. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Now everyone's just checking their dirty emails in public. Yeah. (laughs) Gross. No class these days. (laughs) So then now he gets an email from Shop Girl and she says that she likes to start her letters to him as if she's in the middle of a conversation already. And she likes how they met in this chat room and don't know each other, but she looks forward to his emails all the time. They're just establishing their relationship and that they both are like sneaking this yeah in a weird yeah it's like kind of like their thing is to sneak around and yeah. talk to each other yeah it's exciting so then they both that's get ready. stressful it, that would stress me out you know <laughs> i would just be like hey babe i have a pen pal i hope you don't think it's weird and, or also yeah like what about their relationship <laughs> are they like to them like if it's if if me and you both had our own partners and then we had friends on the internet what about the internet friendship would make it weird for the partner yeah. Because I feel like that's like it, that would make it an us thing at that point. Yeah. 
we're making it weird yeah not the whole situation yeah like i feel like if you just don't make it weird it won't be weird right exactly yeah <laughs> just don't be sketchy about it right yeah so, so anyway, they're both getting ready for the day yeah we get shots of new york city shops opening up we see our two pen pals which feels late yeah right like they're already like the sun should up. be up already yeah or i mean they should be open already yeah anyway they should have been open before the sun and it's came the up. city yeah yeah especially <laughs> the delis yeah they should have been open at like 4 a.m yeah <laughs> they should have never closed yeah <laughs> anyway yes yeah back to, back to this our two pen pals are walking around doing their morning routine yes um we see them cross paths a bunch of times but they don't know but we know but they don't that they don't but such a new york moment oh so fun yeah such a small <laughs> town yeah tom hank goes to inspect some building that's being constructed he's managing the construction of a bookstore yes for with his, dave chappelle with dave chappelle yes so cool he gives him a rundown of important things to know and they start talking about tom hanks's girlfriend patricia patricia yes and how he does not want to get married nope but he's like oh but i love her absolutely i love her he's you know in, in that stage of his his life yeah this movie was very weird about marriage and i was yeah. like is that something you two agreed on before <laughs> like holding it down getting solid like you know sometimes you just don't want to have the conversation and then you let it blow up later on yeah you should definitely have the conversation you should have the conversation yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what um also i kept getting distracted because you know that vine where they're swinging the batons and then one girl drops it and the guy screams patricia yeah. <laughs> so, patricia so every time <laughs> yeah. every time they said her name i would go patricia <laughs> <laughs> I miss Vine so much. Patricia! Nice, Ron. <laughs> oh, what? I sneeze. I can't sneeze. <laughs> so funny. But yeah, so I kept getting distracted the entire time she's on That's, screen. You're so right. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Every time she did something, I was like, Patricia! Patricia! <laughs> so now we cut to Meg Ryan. She meets a girl outside of the bookstore. They open up, and then the girl notices that Meg is acting weird, and she's like, oh, I get it. You're in love. Yeah. Tell me all about it. <laughs> What's funny, too, is before she enters the bookstore, Meg Ryan's like, what a beautiful morning, and then two drivers start fighting with each other. Very New York. <laughs> Classic. So beautiful. beautiful streets. <laughs> so then after the girl's like, oh, you're in love, and then Meg Ryan's like, no, I'm not. Oh, wait. No, you're right. Frank. Yes, I'm in love with Frank. Who Ooh. is her boyfriend? Yeah. Who, who left earlier? The the news guy. Oh, girl, no, you're not. She is not. <laughs> no, no, not. no, no. <laughs> I couldn't be in love with someone who bothered me with news articles first no. thing in the morning. <laughs> and also, if you forgot that you loved him, you yeah. don't love him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a bigger sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's more of an issue than yeah than the news thing. <laughs> <laughs> so then she tells the girl that she's infatuated with somebody via email, and then she explains that she went into this over thirty chat room on her birthday, and then started talking to Joe, and then they hit it off. So then somebody named George comes in who's just another co-worker and he's talking about how the internet is just another place to get rejected by women true okay george relax but like same for girls yeah you know everyone gets rejected yeah it's cool so then another woman comes in she's older and she's like oh i've tried to have cyber sex before <laughs> and we're like ma'am <laughs> but then you know the signal she, went bad so i couldn't finish she rules she's <laughs> I'm, you know how like when you hit a certain age and you just stop caring about things yeah that's i that's where i'm aiming to get to that's me right now yeah <laughs> so now later on joe is in an office room like a high rise somewhere he's in there with some old guy and his dad his dad kind of looks like dr phil a little bit yeah right and then i'm assuming the other old guy is just dad's partner 
So then Joe's telling them about how um, City Books on 23rd is going under, which is some other bookstore. And then there's like, they fake sadness. And they're like, oh, we're just dominating the industry, the market, whatever. And then they're talking about all the big, not the big, because they're the big chain. But they're talking about the little mom and pops that they're just kind of like pushing away. They're crushing them. Yeah. And Joe talks about how he's looking forward to crushing these smaller stores so he can buy their stock to add to their book inventory. Ugh, gross. Gross. That's probably how they're like selling them so cheap. Yeah. Because their whole thing is that they sell cheaper books. Yeah. And you know, at this point, I was like, this is unacceptable for me to not like Tom Hanks in a movie. I know. So I didn't like where this was going. Me neither. And I was like, I don't understand how, like, I thought this movie just had such a weird story. Yeah. And I was like, I don't understand how any of this is going to work. The conditions of this movie, I think. Like, at the end, I have a question for you. Okay, great. And I just, I don't know, you know? Yeah. And while they're discussing competitor bookstores, Kathleen's store is one of them. And I guess the extra old man is like, ugh. That woman, I like he dated Cecilia. The, Cecilia, the original owner, which yes. is Kathleen's mom, talks about how great she was. Yeah, they were pen pals back in the day, and then he's like, "Oh, that must be uh, that must be the the Kellys because that's their last name." Yeah, and then he's just like going to go on a thing, but then they, Joe and and Dad don't care. Yeah, they're like, "Can you stop?" Yeah, we're talking about money. Hello. <laughs> so then they get interrupted by an assistant who comes in to bring Dad a package, and then Joe voices over saying that Dad is getting married again, and then we get a montage of Joe and Meg Ryan, who is name is Kathleen Kelly. Yes. We don't find that out for a very long time. Yeah. But uh, we get the montage of Joe and Kathleen emailing back and forth, and then Kathleen is it just showing that Kathleen is more whimsical. Joe is more like cynical, kind of. Like yeah. typical 80s, 90s man, typical 80s, 90s girl. Yes. Very, very, very much so, you know? <laughs> so then we see Kathleen and the coworkers looking at the, like, the coming soon posters for the uh, the Fox and something. Sun, Fox and Sons Fo- bookstore. Yeah, that's what, basically Barnes and Noble. I just called it the Fox bookstore. Me too. Yeah. I, just, I wasn't listening Who to it. Who gives a shit if yeah. they're sons or not? <laughs> but, <laughs> but then uh, the coworkers are getting discouraged and Kathleen's like, oh, this is not a threat to us. She's not intimidated. Not intimidated. This woman's like, we're going to take them out. <laughs> yeah. Fully going in at 100 and I respect it. Yeah. And she's like, oh, they're very impersonal. We have character. So they're not even going to stand a chance here. Yikes. But they're still in a big chain. Yeah. Ooh. And they're, they're putting a cafe and bakery in there. It's, you know, that's how Barnes and Noble like had it. True. That's what happened. Like, this is basically Barnes and Noble. Yeah, I basically. Think I, I, we should look into this too. Cause again, why would we do research beforehand? But did Barnes and Noble come out around the same time as like this movie came out? Because that would make sense. It would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that night Frank is being very supportive about the bookstore, being like, "Oh, and and Fox can't do anything, and they're not even good, and this and that." He's like supportive and not at the same time. Yeah, it's very artificially supportive. Yeah, he's so weird. Yeah. I don't have anything against him. I just think he's a little odd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something that just isn't connecting with him. (laughs) Yeah. And then he starts talking about this typewriter he bought, but he has another one right there across the table. Yeah. The same type. Identical, yeah. Likes owning multiple typewriters, I guess. Yeah. And And then then we just drop Kathleen's whole thing to talk about his typewriters. Yeah. And then she's like, but you have one at your apartment too. And he's like, I just, I got to stay strapped. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you never know, babe. What if I need to type twice, like with two hands at the same time? Yeah. What if I need to use more than one? Like, you don't know. What if this one goes bad? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But like with analog things, typewriters are analog. You can always fix them. Yeah. So if one goes bad, it's fine. You just get it fixed. Typewriters are so loud. It's not like if you spill water on it, it breaks. (laughs) Yeah. Right. He'll be fine. Yeah. You're right. They are so loud. (laughs) They're so fun though. I would like to use one. Oh, I might have someone one somewhere if you want to try it. Okay. That'd be fun. <laughs> but yeah, 
Kathleen ends up writing an email to Joe, I think, and she goes into how she doesn't know what she's doing with her life. And I'm like, you own a bookstore and live in an expensive ass apartment. That's what do you the mean? life. <laughs> that is it. What do you mean, Kathleen? <laughs> <laughs> so then Joe doesn't answer yet because the next day he's on a boat and two little kids run out to him and they're all cute together and their names are Annabelle and Matt. Yes. And they love Joe. Like they go up, they run and hug him. Oh, wait, real quick. Just yeah. to rewind. In the middle of Kathleen venting, Frank snaps his fingers to get her to stop. Oh, no. And I hate that. I hate that. Like, we're not watching slam poetry. Like, there's no reason for you to be snapping right now. Yeah, no, no, no. If you snap at me, I'm going to snap you. Yeah. (laughs) And that is a promise. Yes. (laughs) So then, back to Joe with the kids on the boat. Then two ladies come up who look just very rich. Yes. Like, you can tell they're classist. Fur coat. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, their names are Jillian and Maureen. And Jillian demands a kiss from Joe, but then she turns... To get a kiss on the mouth? I thought and he it was, did it. He went to kiss on the cheek. I don't know. It was and then weird. she changed her, her whole thing. Yeah, she's his soon-to-be stepmom. Yeah. Um, we meet the nanny. The little girl immediately tells all the nanny's business. By yes. saying, and also, mind you, um, Jillian is Joe's age. Oh, yes, yes. Marrying Joe's dad. Yeah, who's old Love as shit. Love that. Yep, yep, yep. Um, more, she says Maureen's getting a divorce. Ooh. I'm like, can she say wild shit? They do. Do you remember the video of the little kids eating ice cream? And one says, my dad has a gold tooth. And the other says, my dad has diabetes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, kids are so wild. And they don't even know. They don't know. They're just talking. <laughs> yeah, they're just, like, st- shooting shit i guess they are (laughs) this one time i feel like i've told you this before but like it's just it's just my story with my talking about just like kids and like not understanding things (laughs) so in like high school i think my little cousins were probably like single digits at that time maybe just like nine or ten and one of my cousins goes why are you fat oh my god (laughs) and i was that was when i like lost weight oh so like i like mentally i was fine if i it was if it was before and i was still like very insecure about that that would have like messed me up a lot yeah but it was i was still i was like fine at that point but i was like man you know she doesn't even know what you're saying to me yeah i got so mad once when a little cousin asked me why my teeth were so yellow oh no i was like i'm about to knock your ass out why are you such a baby yeah why don't you know things (laughs) you start making fun of kids yeah what if i push you down then what (laughs) how does it feel to fall down the stairs i was so burnt Imagine you become a kid bully. Yeah, my teeth weren't even that yellow. <laughs> Compared to now? <laughs> oh, my God. Don't Imagine if you said that. Oh, my God. Ew. I didn't mean to say that. Not yeah. in that way. Ew. 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 Gross. Gross. Ew, you have teeth? Yeah. So anyway, back to Maureen. She's like, yeah, it's my own fault. Never date a man who lies. And then lets out the most uncomfortable laugh I've ever heard in my life. It's one of those, like, when you know when you laugh without moving your face and you're like, <laughs> yeah, like no that. smile. Yeah. Dead dead eyes and then like joe's trying to just bounce back from that trying to like save the conversation and there's no hope there's no no hope at all you can't bounce back from that no that weird fucking laugh and her dead expression yeah no she's gone and then maureen and jillian just leave so now it's just joe babysitting the kids and they're like gossiping as they're leaving like very clearly talking shit about him oh absolutely but now so joe and the kids are at a fair he's so cute with them yeah they're having like a cute fun day they go to a street fair there's some face painting do you remember when i was face painting at an event and a little girl wanted a butterfly face and she wanted pink as the main color so i did a big beautiful butterfly and her mom said this doesn't look like the picture and i said ma'am i'm 14 <laughs> oh man <laughs> I was like I want my money back. Oh, like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> the kid asked for pink. This is, I don't know what to get. Yeah, because she wanted the butterfly. So she, there's like a picture book. So she wanted that butterfly. She's like, what? Co- I said, what color do you want? She said, pink. Well, were you not here for that exchange, <laughs> lady? 
How about you watch your kid better next yeah. time? Maybe pay attention to what's going on. Oh, man. I'm a teenager. That's rough. <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> anyway, Joe and the kids walk by Kathleen's bookshop, and it's called the, the shop on the corner or the store on the corner, something like it's that. It's super cute. And I didn't realize that was the name. I thought that's just what they called it, so I didn't write down the name until the end because I didn't realize. Yeah, I didn't get it either. But it's, uh, there's a storybook lady outside that announces that it's story time inside, so they all go inside. And Kathleen is reading to everybody and the kids are super into it. She's all dressed up in like a fairy outfit and, and like the hat and everything. She picked a really thick book for like a quick story time though. You know, maybe it was, maybe it's an ongoing story time. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, or maybe it was like, you know, the, um, I don't know if Grimm's is the right example, but like, you know, those oh, like short stories, stories yeah, inside within the one big book. one. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it was like that. Who knows? <laughs> but then Joe is sitting there watching her read and he's like, oh, Look at this cute, quirky shop that I'm going to destroy. <laughs> he does please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then afterwards, uh, Kathleen is helping Annabelle and Joe look through some of the used books, but really Joe is snooping. Yes. And then Joe comes over because, oh, I'm like, Kathleen is helping Annabelle. And then Joe's like on the side because then later on, Joe comes over to Kathleen and Annabelle and Kathleen's like, oh, your dad's back. And he's like, just kidding. That's actually my nephew. <laughs> yeah. And then Kathleen is like, hmm. Yeah. And he's like, oh, Annabelle's my aunt. Yep. My dad just had a baby and my grandpa just had a son. Yes. So actually, Annabelle is Joe's aunt and Matt is Joe's brother. So weird. And Joe is in his 30s. (laughs) Joe is older. And then Kathleen is like, hmm? (laughs) What? Yeah. So uh, again, yeah, she doesn't believe it at first. But then Joe's like, oh, yeah, no, absolutely. This is the case. And now this is my case for why men need to experience menopause. (laughs) I really think that that's necessary. I think it's really rude that they can just continue pumping out kids until they're old as shit. Right. (laughs) That's not okay. And like how do you don't keep up with your kids? I'm going to get ages. Anyway, we'll move on before I get to ages. We just need to make the case for men to have menopause. Yeah. But anyway, so. Or if they don't want to have menopause, then take it away from women. (laughs) Yeah. And then that way all old people can have babies. You know. (laughs) awful did that did that um take did that um what's the word cancel out my ageism <laughs> mm, i don't know i guess yeah let's just move on okay because i'm taking my own grief yeah so joe is talking to kathleen and george and he's trying to hide that he's fox a fox of fox books even though the kids are so close to blowing his cover yeah they're like i can spell fox f-o-x yeah that's the only word matt knows how to spell because he's little he's like two yeah yeah he's super young and then annabelle sneezes and kathleen gives her her handkerchief and she's like what's this so then she explains what a handkerchief is to that Ka- is so to weird you know give her a fucking tissue yeah kathleen goes yeah it's a tissue you don't throw away and then i was like the thought even before pandemic times i thought this was weird the thought of using the same snotty rag all day and then giving it to somebody else to use and then to take it back so not only are you giving them your snot you're taking their snot back from them and then you're cleaning it but you have but someone like for the day, but you have someone else's snot on your exactly thing up until you clean it. Yeah, that's fucking gross. That's gross. That's Kathleen. I'm handkerchief shaming. <laughs> Get it together. Get some fucking boxes of Kleenex. Yeah, for your customers. <laughs> yeah, I don't care if they're kids. Ugh. I still have germs. Oh my god, yeah, they have more germs. They and like to play in the dirt. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, Kathleen. Ah. Get it together. But. Yeah, so we learn that Kathleen doesn't just love books. She loves books. She's <laughs> like that passionate. scene from uh, Ratatouille. I don't like food. I love food. I love it. She's like that. Yeah, she, but about books. Yeah. But then so <laughs> Kathleen introduces herself to, to Joe as Kathleen Kelly. Hi, nice to meet you. And then Joe goes, 
I'm Joe. You can just call me Joe. Uh, just Joe. Yeah. Don't and that's me. suspicious. That is suspicious. There's nothing wrong with not giving your last name, but the way that he didn't give his last name was super suspicious. weird. Yeah. Red flag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like not even to be in the sense. I was trying to like figure out how I was going to explain this because I was like, I, that's a red flag for me. But then how do I explain how that's a red flag without sounding crazy? Because because he was weird about he it. He was weird about it. They make everything so weird in yeah. this. Everything. <laughs> So then later on, after that, co-worker George is like, hey, Joe, uh, do you think you'll come back to the store? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, dude, of course, man. Yeah, because he was looking at this, like, super old, expensive book. Yeah. So they were like, are you going to buy this or no? (laughs) But then Kathleen's like, see, we'll be fine. We have super loyal customers of that. They always come back. So it's just because George was scared that the Fox bookstore was going to, like, blow them out of the water yeah so then she mentions to joe about how the fox is opening around the corner and then that you know that's when the kids basically almost give it away and then joe's like hey kids go play over there on the other side of the store for me while i talk to this (laughs) grown-up so then go away (laughs) he shuts them up real quick over there so then kathleen he goes back to kathleen and she's talking about like the magic of books and how transformative they are for children and then joe's like uh is that your mom behind you because there's a picture of kathleen and her mom behind her then she's like they're just talking about that stuff yeah so then kathleen explains how she started helping her mom here when she was six and then when mom died she like passed the store down to her and then now how she wants to pass the store down to her future daughters and then joe's like oh that's cute i'm still gonna destroy you yeah (laughs) you're going down sucks it's not personal (laughs) it's business (laughs) so then joe finishes paying and then they leave and then kathleen's like i liked them Well, when she finds out. Joe also spent like $70 on books. Yeah. And he's like, whoa. In cash. Yeah. I could never. I could never. I don't have that much on me ever. <laughs> the most I have is like 60 Yeah. So I can only ever. And then I never want to leave with an empty wallet. So yeah. I would only ever spend like 50 max. Whoop. And then I'd feel bad for only having $10 in my wallet. <laughs> so then you would get another 50 Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we see the Fox Books store opens. It's insane. There's a cafe. It's humongous. The store has like a bazillion floors. Yeah. All spiral staircases, it's grand. Yeah. Not just big, grand. <laughs> so it's then huge. they bring up that, because uh, it's Joe and dad and partner. So then they bring up Kathleen's store around the corner. And they're like, not even an issue. So then we cut back to Kathleen. The confidence. Right? <laughs> it's been six days. And since they opened up, Kathleen's store has made a hundred and... Twelve hundred. Twelve hundred less this week than the same week last year which is a sign. Yikes. And Kathleen's like, it's, it's just the hype of the new store opening up. It'll, it'll peter off soon. Yeah. It's fine. Kathleen's one employee complains that if they close, she'll have to find a new job and move to Brooklyn. But when she says Brooklyn, she puts a lot of stank on it. Because Brooklyn didn't have a good um, rep back before like oh, the 2000s. Oh, in the 80s, tr- 90s, true. <laughs> the 80s, true. Yeah. In the 80s. But she also says, I'll never find another part-time job to pay rent in Manhattan. Oh my god, I didn't even catch that. Wow. Yeah, that was pretty rude of her to say I'm that. I'm really mad. <laughs> yeah. I'm mad. Yeah. I work full time and I can't afford yeah. to move out. Are you kidding? Yeah. Are you kidding me? But then also Christina has is the same actress as the woman in Miss Congeniality, Miss Cheryl Fraser, Miss Rhode Island, who was BFFs with Sandra Bullock, Miss New Jersey. Oh. Yes, I knew she looked familiar, and I knew that it was her. She sat, they, She's basically playing the same character. Yeah, everyone's very familiar in this movie. Yes. Like, George is from Daddy Daycare. Ah, okay. <laughs> that That's the sense. only thing I recognize him from. I figured he was from something. <laughs> I just I'm, couldn't know where. And I'm like, I know he's in other stuff, but yeah. that's the first thing that pops into my head. <laughs> as long as you found the, found the source, you know? Yeah. So now it's like afterwards and Kathleen is busy putting up Christmas lights and refusing to believe that they'll fold anytime soon. Yes. And then George walks out. 
Because I guess he's just had it. Yeah, he's done, though. Yeah, whatever. Sure. Yeah. Um, Christina is the name of the other coworker. Oh, and she's, I never caught her name. Yeah, I caught it once, then I forgot it again. Whoops. It happens to the best of us. I didn't you know? get Birdie's name until the very the end. The very of the end, yeah. <laughs> Birdie's the old woman. <laughs> so then Kathleen sees a woman uh, named Miranda walking outside, and she Ugh, just Miranda. wrote. <laughs> Miranda. Fucking Miranda. So Miranda just wrote a book and was planning to have a launch party here at Kathleen's. So then Miranda <laughs> busts in and she's like, oh, my, my book won't be ready till January. Do you think you'll still be around in January? And like, what's what's something that you could say that's worse to a store owner? Yeah, really? A business owner. Then like, will you fold in the next two months? <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. be around? Yeah. And she's like, let's get attention from magazines and... He, she's like, oh, you know, and that Frank guy, that nutcase that writes for the Observer, not knowing that's Kathleen's boyfriend. Right. And she's like, I love that guy. Yeah. So um, Kathleen's like, I guess we could um, start like because earlier on she was saying like, we're not going to pick it. We're not going to protest. We're not going to do anything like we're going to mind our business and, and we're going to succeed. Yeah. And this author's like, let's go get him. Let's do everything. And then later. Oh, turns but, out. Yeah. So Kathleen starts telling her boyfriend, Frank, that. um that that woman called her a nut and he's more concerned with a woman calling him crazy than his girlfriend's business possibly going under imagine being so self-centered he's a little little much fully narcissistic <laughs> yeah but like a nice narcissistic it's so weird he's so right? weird yeah he's so odd so yeah it's his world basically and yeah. we're living in it I was even like, though it's very much not his world i was like why is she with him <laughs> I don't know. No wonder she's messaging strangers on the internet. I think they're just comfortable. <laughs> That's got to be it. That's got to be it. Because comfort will just make you stick with the wrong person for yeah. too long. I've been there. <laughs> Whoops. So they, they're having this conversation as they're walking to somebody's like house party. It's like not necessarily Thanksgiving, but I think it might be close to Thanksgiving. This is like a weird house too. Yeah. Like it, one entire wall was a bookshelf and then there was a bar in there. <laughs> Within the books. Yeah. And I was like, I don't understand this I layout. I don't know, man. I was like, is this a home or is this just like a space? Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. But they go in and Joe sees Kathleen there. And he's with Patricia. Patricia. (laughs) But he's like, oh, no, it's Kathleen. I have to hide. So he tries to hide. And then he goes to get like a new drink to avoid her, basically. But then two seconds later, Kathleen walks up to the bar. Yeah. And this is when I don't believe that they have never met before. Right. Because they have the same circles. They have the same circles. But what could happen is maybe because like they're all rich. So maybe they there's too many people and they all just forget. Or like maybe because I imagine it's more so like Frank is in the circle and um, what's her face? Um, Patricia is also yeah. in the circle. So I think it's okay. the book circle on or like the publisher, the Circled, writer circle. Yeah. And like they're like the uh, the plus ones. OK. So maybe they've gone to some. Maybe they haven't gone to some. That makes sense. But either way, you're right. They should have met sooner yes she catches him at the bar they chit chat real quick and as she walks away someone goes up to her and says i cannot believe you were talking to joe fox and her face drops she's so like, quick joe fox of fox bookstores <laughs> so then she goes up to confront him and she's like oh so just joe just call me joe yeah you didn't tell me you were joe fox and he's like well, it wasn't important it wasn't important right now yeah, and then he tries to make a Godfather reference that I didn't catch, and then she goes off on him thinking that he checked out the store for Intel. Yeah. And then st- he's also at the catering area, so he's, like, picking at food, and she starts judging him for his choices. Because he takes only the caviar from one of the dishes. Yeah, she's like, it's a garnish! <laughs> so then he continues to take the rest of the caviar. What a douche. Yeah. <laughs> but he was he plays that off, the whole spy thing off, and he's like, I was buying gifts for my relatives, you know, my aunt and my brother. 
that were our children. <laughs> and My weird family. Yeah. And your place <laughs> happens to be the only spot to get a children's book, but not for long because I'm going to run you out of business. Ooh. So then he goes on and he's like, so what does your store make? 350000 a year? And she's like, how do you know that? And I'm also like, how do you know that? But I also figure like if he's enough, like if he's experienced enough to have a chain, he probably can tell what a bookstore makes by the size of it yeah he's like um you're an independent one you make half the amount yeah of my big store no probably it's probably a quarter of what his big store yes. makes <laughs> but then uh kathleen walks around the table because they're still at this table and uh, in the meantime like that as they were talking talking they start arguing with each other yeah but and a I'm turkey like, gets brought out yeah it's so weird like wh- yeah and then she grabs the turkey knife and is like holding it up to him. Yeah. And I was like, oh. He doesn't notice. Yeah. I'm like, oh, we're going like full enemies to lovers trope in this movie. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was also like, this is because he also didn't acknowledge it at all. So I was like, it's, are we just like so, it's because we're in a rom-com that a, th- yeah. a knife is not a threat. You know, it's funny. The thumbnail for this movie was them hugging. And I feel like it should have been this of her holding the it knife It should up have been, yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, you're totally right. It would have made for a very interesting we could do the thing. So there's this whole um, this exercise that you do in film where you take the same footage and you cut it differently and put on different music and make it a totally different genre. That's amazing. You can so do that with this. Turn this in from a rom-com into like a, a slasher horror or something. I mean, you could with later on the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Frank. But come, back to this part of the yeah, movie. Yeah. So they're mid-arguing. Frank comes over to defuse the situation, takes the knife out of Kathleen's hand. <laughs> And he freaks out that we're talking to Joe Fox. Frank tries to roast Joe. Patricia. Patricia! Comes over (laughs) and starts to talk about how great Frank's writing is. And Frank is like, all right, fuck Joe Fox. Let's talk about me. This is my party now. Lay on those compliments. Like, I love it. Oh, me? I never meet my fans. Oh. Tell me. Keep going. I'm a great writer. What else? Like You loved my article about my typewriter? Wow. Everybody calls me so obscure, but I knew that some people would get it. Yeah. That's who he is. Yes. And he he is so flattered. And I was like, if these couples do a switcheroo, I'm going to lose my mind. I have that exact note. I, not that exact <laughs> one, but I was like, okay, so what's going to happen here is that these two get together. <laughs> and then Joe and Kathleen get together. I, I thought, like, Patricia and Frank were going to leave the party Patricia! together. Patricia! <laughs> I was like, they're going to leave the party together. But he was so flattered. Kathleen and Joe drag their partners away from each other. Yes. Like, it's so funny. And it's like, it's, they're the exact same person, basically. Or like, they have the exact same dynamic. Definitely. Which like, works. It's really funny. At least for this movie, yeah. (laughs) So then that night, Patricia's getting to bed and she's still gushing about Frank. She's like, he's so down to earth. Yeah. I thought he was going to be so, like, pretentious and uptight but oh my god what a cool guy that would be one of those things like if they were actually in love like joe should have gotten mad at her yeah instead she tries to cuddle with him and joe gets right out of bed so quick yeah and then also her head hits the pillow and she snores immediately i wish i had i wish i had that (laughs) patricia how do you get that (laughs) (laughs) patricia yeah no neither of these couples are like in love with each other no sad to see so joe gets up he goes to write an email back to shop girl about do you ever wonder if you've woken up and realized that you're the worst version of yourself yeah sometimes real deep yeah yeah it's those the uh the midnight hours you know those thoughts that late night depression yeah oh oh boy when that hits the, oh uh, my god the identity crisis yeah the post midnight identity crisis yeah. <laughs> you're like why am i here yeah you're like an existential crisis that sets in 
So then Kathleen answers back and she's like, I totally get that. But you know, when you're put in a corner and like push comes to shove, like instead of being spiteful like him, I get tongue tied. Or like instead of being spiteful like you, I get tongue tied. And then he jokes about how like they should just switch, you know, like you take my zingers, I'll take your tongue tiedness. Yeah. And then we'd both be happy. And he also says that when you do end up saying the thing you mean to say the way you mean it, you'll regret it. And I'm like, yeah, delivery can really break or make your message. It, it can, yeah. Yeah. And then seeing the person's reaction also messes things up. Yeah. Because if you think it's going to go one way and it doesn't, it never will. <laughs> you say something, someone starts crying. You're like, what just happened? I didn't mean it. <laughs> oh, God. But then he also suggests that they meet. Sir! You don't do that. That's not the rules of the internet. <laughs> I know up until this point, they were really good at keeping their email super vague and staying anonymous. Yeah. He's like, let's meet. No. Nope. Hard pass. Nope, nope, nope. Like for a date, you two have like earned relationships. Come on. <laughs> Kathleen's like, oh God, because she likes the whole like thrill, the anonymity. <laughs> she likes the anonymous part of it. Yeah. Anonymity. 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 So she. There we go. She reacts to that. You're we right. can keep that in. <laughs> Perfect. We will. She reacts to that by just closing the laptop. Puts it aside for the night. <laughs> and then next morning, we get a montage of both of them going about their life again. Same thing. Uh, running into each other, bumping into each other, hiding from each other. And then uh, they're just actively avoiding each other at this point. Because remember, in real life, they hate each other. Yeah. Because they don't know about their computer life. They don't know they're emailing each other. Imagine not knowing that you're catfishing yourself. Yeah. They're at a market. We see the passage of time because now there's ponotones on the wall. Oh. <laughs> yeah, only come out around Christmas time. Kathleen, in her panic, is avoiding Joe. During In the grocery store, she checks out in the cash-only lane when she only has a credit card. Ugh. And this is ruining the day of every single person, including my own. <laughs> You're just sitting there like, oh, my God, it's a cash-only lane. Come on, look, there's a sign. Kathleen! <laughs> just use your eyes and read the sign. Yeah, get it together. I know what it's like to panic and fuck it all up too but come on <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny the guy behind her who's definitely a cameo but i just don't know who he is he's so mad he's so mad he's like oh my god this is a cash only lane can't you see the sign and he's freaking out yeah zero to 100 like this was the last draw in his life he turns around and he's like this lady's on the cash only line with a car <laughs> everyone else is like come on shame lady. yeah yeah just totally shaming her. <laughs> she's like trying to like make friends with the cashier. And she's like, please come on. Just make me this one exception. Like I, did, I didn't know. Like I just had a tough day. Yeah. And Joe comes over and he saves the day. He's like, here's a credit card machine. Just turn this on and take yeah. your card. Like what are you doing? Because they were both checking out at the exact same time. And he was like two stalls away from her. Yeah. He turns on the charm. The cashier was all about him. The people online were kind of about him. But then Kathleen, he goes away and Kathleen starts to apologize. And everyone goes like straight face again. Get the fuck out of here, <laughs> Kathleen. We hate you. Head out. <laughs> never come back. <laughs> Unless you have cash. <laughs> She'll never forget now, though. Yeah, definitely That's not. one of those mistakes you only make once. Pay attention, Kathleen. Yeah. <laughs> but now we cut to Annabelle. Joe was... Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go on. I was going to say, just remember Annabelle, the child. Yeah, the child aunt. Yeah, Joe is having one of those weird, rich, white family get-togethers you only see in movies where someone's on a piano and there's a child singing. Oh, does that happen in real life? I have no idea. I wouldn't know. Neither would I. My family doesn't sing around a piano, does yours? No. We don't have a piano. my, My cousins do, but they also stopped playing a very long time ago. But yeah. we also, they only played like the instrumentals. We never really played the songs that had words uh, and lyrics. Yeah. 
We did do karaoke though sometimes, but like garage band, not garage band, um, rock band karaoke style oh, kind of things. Fun. But we never did the recital sit around a piano thing. Yes. Because I think that's fake. <laughs> Is it fake? I have no idea. It's so weird. It's so weird to me. But um, she's singing her heart out. And she is. She's singing that song from Annie. The sun will come out tomorrow. Oh, yeah. And there's fake smiles from everyone. Yes. And then <laughs> Joe's mom, stepmom, puts her hand on his knee and we go, nope. It's so no, weird. Thank you. She is so weird. Yep. And then he gets up to leave right away. So he goes over to stand with somebody else. And we cut to Kathleen and her pals singing their own holiday tunes but yes. they're having a fun time at least it's not awkward with them yeah it's not weird because everyone's singing yeah that doesn't seem as weird to me <laughs> no it doesn't <laughs> so then later on kathleen's old co-worker is walking down the street and sees miranda from earlier has moved her signing to fox which is the Bitch. first step yeah can you what a traitor what an asshole oh my god she put all that time into having them protest and then she's gonna go have her thing over there anyway she went out of her way to be like, oh my God, Kathleen, you're closing. Aww. Oh my God, we got to tell people. Wow. And now she's like, nope, I'm going to do my big event at this big fancy store. Sorry, sweetie, it's not personal. It's business. What a bitch. <laughs> I bet you her I hate, book sucks. I Better. <laughs> Tanked. <laughs> it's like, imagine she like wrote Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. No, I bet her book sucks. <laughs> no, nah, her- sucks yeah <laughs> so then now uh now kathleen is setting up the christmas decorations and sees a bunch of people with fox bags walking by because everybody's shopping there now uh, so she's getting sad a little bit but she's still putting on the face that like we're not gonna close anytime soon we're fine yeah so now she's writing an email about how she misses her mom and she needs her mom to remind her that everything will be okay and it'll sort itself out and she needs her mom's advice yeah i was like oh, i'm sad now That's sad uh, and then joe's like oh i'm great advice do you need any advice for me and they update to instant messaging instead oh. of email. Because he's like, I figured you'd be online now. That's too quick. It's too much. It's <laughs> too, too quick. fast. It's too fast. <laughs> I like this snail email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just put it up, put a stamp on it next time. Yeah. I prefer that. <laughs> she says she's having business problems. He says he's great at business advice. Asks for what kind of business she owns. She's like, nope, we're staying anonymous. That's our rules. Nothing personal. We're stuck on continuing to not give specifics. And I'm like, yes, queen. I love when people on the internet don't know where I live yeah that's my favorite thing about being on the internet is that nobody knows where i live yeah and i'm also proud of kathleen for sticking to her boundaries yes yes i love that (laughs) also this is where that meme came from that gif where tom hanks like blows his fingers and then goes to type really fast like his hands goes up and then down yeah Yeah. that's that's where it came from wow which makes sense because he's on the computer the entire movie true i just never put it together yeah and then he ends up telling her that she needs to go to war and i'm like uh-oh he says go to the mattresses which is another godfather reference yeah and then she's like why the fuck are guys so obsessed with the godfather and then he goes into a whole thing about how the godfather is his life it's like the man code basically yeah. is what he says i haven't watched the godfather since i was like really young but there's that one scene i think i don't remember if it's the first movie or the second movie but there's this old man and he's got like an orange slice in his mouth and then he gets sprayed in a garden with some like plant spray i don't know and then he dies oh and like that freaked me out as a kid so hard. I didn't eat orange slices for the longest time. Because you would get sprayed in the face and die. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I would just die. <laughs> That's rough. <laughs> I got freaked out by a lot of stuff as a kid. <laughs> not not the horse's head in the bed. The orange. Yeah, the, the orange <laughs> did it. Yeah. Not about sleeping with the fishes. Yeah. It's the orange. <laughs> for the longest time when I would watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit, I would like turn off the TV at the end. Oh. And let the movie play so I didn't have to watch the squishy part. Oh. <laughs> 
That's so cute. <laughs> I was such a weird kid. You were, uh, uh, I think you were not a weird kid. I think you were fine. <laughs> I was adorable. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but then, so Joe gives his spot on Marlon Brando impression, talking about how <laughs> the Godfather is just the man's guide to life. And which I feel like explains a lot if that is true about the Godfather being the man's guide to life. Yeah. I feel like it just says a lot. I feel like I got to watch those movies again. <laughs> Me too. I've only seen the first one once. Yeah. Like I said, I haven't seen them since I was a little kid. Yeah. Anyway, he tells her, yeah, you know, so so it's time to go to the mattresses. Like, you know, fight to the death and that it's just business. It's not personal. So you can't get scared. And then that amps her up and she's like, you're right. I got to go to the mattresses. I got to fuck it up. Yeah. And I'm like, ooh. She's got to fuck it up. Yeah. So Kathleen's like, hey, Frank, baby, write something about my store. So and he's then, like, okay, yeah, sure. So he writes something and the article gets business buzzing. He wrote a very dramatic but kind of great article yeah. about her store. Yeah too dramatic he's an influencer basically is what he is he yeah he he's is a 1998 influencer yeah we then see people protesting the new fox bookstore and joe and the other owners are like just annoyed about it but yeah. they're like we don't have to worry about any of this and kathleen really took his advice and ran with it she did yeah and now she's at a rally she's talking about how like the shop around the corner you know it's just it means more to you guys as the community than like this stupid superstore down the street and then everybody's like cheering. It's just, it's a rally, basically. Yeah. And then now, news interviews, everything. She's getting coverage on this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy. Like, how did she get that? I know, right? So now Joe and Dave Chappelle, whose Kevin. name is Kevin. Yeah. I didn't get that until the scene. Yes, me too. They're watching this at the gym. Remember when we used to watch TV at the gym while we were on the treadmill? Oh, I miss it. It feels like so long ago. It's been so long ago. It's been almost a year. It's, yeah. March 11th was the last day we were in the gym. <sighs> How do you remember the date? <laughs> because that was the last day I was in the office. Oh. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> what a day. Oh, man. A day we took for granted. I know. We thought it was just going to be a little bit. Put an F in the chat for oh, the gym. Oh. <laughs> So then Joe is telling Frank, not Frank, uh, Kevin, Joe is telling Kevin about how Kathleen is a, such a pill because, you know, <laughs> all of these news sound bites and all the things. And then they use a soundbite from Joe, like the news gets an interview from Joe and it just says, yeah, we sell cheap books. So sue us. And that's all they use. And he was like, that's not all I said. I sold us so well. <laughs> and Kevin's like, all right, buddy, come on. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He also tells Kevin that he thinks Kathleen is beautiful. <laughs> Yeah. Just to drop it in there. Yeah. She can't be all bad. Yeah. She's hot, but she sucks. She sucks. <laughs> this lady. Uh. And then you know what else is happening too is they were talking way too loud to be in the gym. Yeah. But it's funny because there was like some girl on another machine just looking right at them. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'd be like, sir, Help. we're here. Shut up, please. My headphones in it are in and I can still hear you. Calm it down a little bit. My Walkman can only do so much. Yeah. No, they were like screaming at <laughs> each other. They were so loud. Yeah. So now Frank is getting interviewed and they're watching it back because he got interviewed about the bookstore because remember he's an influencer. So anything he does gets coverage. So they're watching it back at home and the interviewer is definitely flirting with him. And Frank is like, that's just how TV works. That's she. No, there's no way she's flirting with she me. She is like hardcore. She's laying it on. And he's so into watching this interview. It's kind of funny. Yeah. And he's like, are you taping this? And <laughs> Kathleen's like, yes, we're taping this. Like, yeah. yes. <laughs> so then later on kathleen is like he she's she's putting it on like 
do you not see this and he's like oh no 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 no. Just, he's trying to like play it off now because now he finally sees it yeah and he's like oh, it's just a yeah uh, um and then uh, and then we watch him on the interview fumbling with his words and we're like frank because he's getting flustered back yeah at least your girlfriend's doing it behind your back on emails right. yeah <laughs> not on national te- <laughs> no, not regional television yeah. get it together <laughs> so now we're back at the bookstore we're doing um they're doing the books basically, yeah. And it seems like there's no difference in profit, even though they they're getting all this publicity. That's so. Then um, this is when Kathleen is asking Bertie, the old lady, about what Mom would do, and then Bertie pulls out a locket with Cecilia's face in it, and she's like, "What would we do?" And then she basically um, is like, "Um, you know, I just spoke to your mother. She doesn't know the answers." Oh, super helpful, Bertie. Thank yeah, you. thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, "Oh, but you'll be all right either way." Nice attempt. Yeah, thank you. I feel so much better. Yeah. And then she leaves. She yeah. just leaves Kathleen She's alone. <laughs> and then Kathleen gets so desperate, she ends up emailing Joe to meet her. Yeah. So Ke- Joe and Kevin are walking together to go meet Kathleen at this very nice cafe. Yeah. And it's so funny how nervous both of them are. Right. They're so funny. And Joe tells Kevin, this woman is the most adorable woman he's ever spoken to, and he's so excited to meet her. And I'm like, aw, but also, uh-oh. Uh-oh, spaghetti <laughs> So Joe has Kevin peek into the cafe to see if there's a beautiful woman waiting with a book and a flower. And Kevin hypes up some random woman. He's like, oh, this one lady, she's beautiful. Oh, my God. So hot. And he's like, okay, is it my lady? He's like, oh, no, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, oh, I see a book and a rose, but the waiter is covering her. So then he spots Kathleen and he's like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit moment. So he turns and he's like, so she has the same hair as Kathleen Kelly. (laughs) Kind of resembles her a little bit. Yeah, so I mean, if you like Kathleen Kelly, you might like her. And then Joe's like, she has nothing to do with this. I don't, like, what are you, why, why are we bringing Kathleen Kelly into the mix? And then Frank is like, not Frank, Kevin. Kevin. I'm going to do this every single time. It's totally okay. So Kevin's like, because it is Kathleen Kelly. And then Joe's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and he goes to the window and he's like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> so we go to Kathleen. She's so nervous to meet him. She sees Joe walk in. She tries to hide. She starts like fake reading her, her book. Joe goes up to her, roasts her about Pride and Prejudice, because that's what she has with her. And he just starts being a total asshole to her. Yeah. And I'm like, sir. What What was, why? <laughs> why is also, why is that your default? Why can you not, um, he needs to go to therapy, I think, because how can you not approach somebody without being mean every single time? Yeah, he came in and was just like immediately like. Right. He's like, well, you look dumb today. Yeah. <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> Yo, you smell. <laughs> So the- what did your date stand you up? It's because you look gross. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so dumb? Yeah. Pride and prejudice is lame. <laughs> we should be prideful and prejudice against you. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> but she ends up asking him to leave. And he's like, because he just sits his ass down. He's like, I'm going to park my ass right here and just hang out and roast you. Yeah. Not- he's like, I'll wait until your date comes up. Except he won't. Except he won't because it's me. <laughs> And he just ruins her night. So then he gets up and just moves to like the seat behind her. Yeah. So he's at a different table, but like not. What an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. And at this point, there's still another hour left of this movie. And I'm like, I don't know where this is going to (laughs) go. I was thinking like it was easy for me to watch. But then also, yeah, we were an hour in and they haven't gotten together yet. Yeah. This movie felt very long. Oh, yeah. So long. It didn't feel long to me for some reason. I don't know. Maybe I was just like, when are they getting together? What is <laughs> oh, happening? You expected it sooner. Yeah. 
I was like, we're an hour in. What the fuck? Yeah, where's the arc here? <laughs> yeah. So then at, what's really funny is like when he goes to sit behind her because he's at a different table, then she pulls out her um, her pocket mirror to like dab her lips or something. And then he turns around into the mirror. I would have screamed. <laughs> me too. I would have freaked out so like, bad. This man's going to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> so then he says that her handkerchief reminds him of the first day they met because remember the, the nasty germs that they shared? Gross. And then she's like, oh, you mean the first day you lied to me? Oh. And then he's like, I wasn't lying to you. Except that he kind of was. He kind of was. He kind of was, if right? You're, if you're not truth in. He was withholding. Information. But like, again, like he didn't have to give his last name. But then the way that he did it, if you're withholding in that weird, suspicious way, I think it's a lie. Yeah. He could have been like, oh, I'm Joe Fox. Like I'm opening a bookstore around right. the corner. Right. Or he could have just said, I'm Joe. Yeah. Instead of, just call me Joe. Yeah, that's Like when weird. he was hostile about it, that's what it made it weird, I think. Yeah. She then digs into him. Like she says some really mean shit about how no one will remember him and he's just a suit. Oop. Just goes so hard. Yeah. I was like, damn, Kathleen. She, it definitely hurts him because now he leaves. Yeah. He's like, all right, I'm going to leave now. Yeah. She immediately regrets everything she said. Whoops. So she checks her email inbox. No messages. Uh-oh. Then we get more dial-up sounds. And I'm like, oh, I don't miss those. Yeah. Then we cut to Joe. He's obviously miserable. But Tr- Patricia, Patricia is only talking about herself. Again, how do they both find the most self-centered people? Yeah. <laughs> like, if I was... See, this is when I'm like not as nice because if I was bummed out like that and and like, you don't notice, and my partner was just like talking about themselves and not noticing, I would have been like, "You need to shut the fuck up." Yeah, <laughs> look at me. I don't like. I'm sad. Let me be sad. Leave me alone. Right. Yeah. I don't want to hear about your great day. <laughs> your day was great. Whatever. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Stop talking about you for five seconds. <laughs> just even two. Yeah. Let me mope or like hug me. Yeah. Like, give me a hug. Give me something. <laughs> So now it's the next day and Kevin is being told about how Kathleen was there and like there's nothing pleasant about her except for her hair. So there's still something going for her. There's still there's still hope. What happened to she's beautiful? Oh, it's just the hair. She was beautiful two scenes ago. Yeah. (laughs) And then Kevin suggests that like maybe underneath all that hostility, there's still something there. And Joe's like, no, absolutely not. Kevin's so cute about it. Kevin's so optimistic. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> he you know he he does he he has the best in his in interests in heart yeah we go to kathleen she's telling her employees she was stood up she goes through they go through thinking of every worst case scenario for why they didn't meet yeah he, he got hit by a train yeah he got stuck he got kidnapped car accident he's dead yeah <laughs> um george walks in while they're talking about it he's also upset kathleen got stood up and they start, continue talking about worst case scenarios so george sees a news article about the rooftop killer and is like it's this guy he got caught by the cafe that's it and then he's like it was two blocks away from you so really you're just lucky yeah and kathleen and her other employee just continue rolling with that theory sure and whatever you got to do to sleep at night yeah right and then after a little bit kathleen's like no way and then they're both (laughs) like remember when you thought frank was the unabomber and i was like oh Oh my my god (laughs) i mean you gotta you gotta check all of your boxes you have to make sure he's a writer it checks out yeah Jeez, you know it, i mean yeah so then later on kathleen she is, also quickly mentions that joe fox came in during her date and they're like ew ew that guy yeah but nobody like puts one two and two together no never so then later on kathleen is writing an email to joe about how she waited and he wasn't there and then joe came in and she was able to say exactly what she wanted to when she wanted to but then she felt bad afterwards just like he said that she would yeah and then she's like but i actually hurt his feelings and and then she asked why he didn't show up and then she sees how um and then there's just like she says that these exchanges really mean more to her than like real life things. Oh, Joe reads this heartfelt email from her and he starts like, 
about her feeling so bad and now I feel bad like he feels bad I'm sad like I'm crying and I'm not even totally invested in this story (laughs) you're mad at how slow it's going and I'm like why am I sad (laughs) (laughs) he shuts his computer off paces around for a little while and I'm like are we about to send a risky message oh he doesn't (laughs) yeah at first he's like well first of all I was stuck on a a high rise and 38 floors up and the power went out and then the phone lines went out coincidentally and then everything else happened and then he's like that's bullshit i can't write that yeah he writes this whole thing and then this really pisses me off but he tapped the backspace for each letter Just one at a time hold the button down bro i wonder or if you can do that beforehand but i think you could you definitely could right i think so i just saw this TikTok. was there no highlight and cut i don't know but uh. let me tell you how i just saw this tiktok where somebody did not know that you just need to hold down shift to do a one caps lock what they were doing caps lock button, then the capital letter, then caps lock off, and then typing. I guess that makes sense because maybe they don't do computer classes anymore. That's yeah. I told my sister, and she said the same thing. But also, like, but that's how, still weird. How do you not learn that? Like, I, I guess for us, it's second nature. But it is, yeah. That is weird, right? That's odd. That's just it's not something that I ever expected people to not know. Yeah. It seems like one of the givens of life. That's weird. Yeah. Maybe they should change it to a capital key maybe yeah <laughs> but yeah no that's odd wow anyway it's funny yeah. how stuff works like that yeah so while joe is writing this crazy excuse email even his dog doesn't look impressed <laughs> brinkley brinkley <laughs> yeah. knows better but he ends up um writing something validates her feelings which is great i love that yeah he says like he's sorry he wasn't there and that you were you were probably in the situation to make you feel like you had to react that way anyway. And then he's like, I'm sure that, you know, you were provoked and that it was deserved and he'll explain one day, but not for now, you yeah. won't know why I stood you up. How's that introspection? Ooh, wow. Ooh, getting it thrown back in your face. So then the next day Kathleen is telling Christina that they'll just keep AOLing and what emailing forever, probably maybe and I'm okay with that. Yeah, and they end up meeting Birdie for tea. Yes. And Kathleen decides to close her store. And Birdie's like, you're so brave to do that. And I'm like, brave? It's kind of the best. Yeah. And make like the only decision. Yeah. There's not really that many options for her to do. But Birdie does say like, you know, it's noble because now you're declaring that you can live another life, which I guess I I like that, I guess. Yeah, me too. It's it's an interesting take that I wouldn't have seen. Yeah. And then we talk about how uh, this is just a random thing. So weird. Birdie was like, you know, I once fell in love with the man who ran Spain. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. How did you get there? I can't tell if she's fucking with them or not. I mean. Like she just comes out of left field about it. I don't even. Again, when you're old and you don't give a shit. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if she did. I'm like, is she spouting nonsense or is she just like fucking around? So Frank and Kathleen go to a movie date and they're arguing about Birdie's whole thing about being in love with the leader of Spain. Because he was a fascist dictator. Yeah. And then Frank's like, I just, I couldn't be with somebody who doesn't take politics as seriously as I do. He's like personally offended. Right. He's like really upset about it. But I mean, I wouldn't know how to react if I had learned that information about someone either. Right. (laughs) I think I would just be more confused than anything. Yeah. And also like you're not currently with a fascist dictator. Yeah. So I'd like to think that you've had the time to like reflect. Maybe. (laughs) To learn why (laughs) fascist dictators are bad. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, he's like, I can never be with someone who doesn't take politics as seriously as he as he does. So now Kathleen drops a bomb on him. She's like, I forgot to vote during the last mayoral election. Oh my god, Kathleen. (laughs) Oh my god. He gets so upset. He's like, I forgive you. And then she's like, excuse me? And then she leaves. So then they leave the theater. Yeah. And now they're walking down the street. And then we end up in a restaurant. And now Frank is... Before they end up in the restaurant, he's like, I don't know how to say this. And I'm like, oh, 
There they go. There it is. There it is. And now they're in the restaurant and Frank's talking. He's just trying to let her down so gentle. And then she cuts him off and she's like, wait, you don't love me? And then she's like, I don't love you. Yeah. And then they're just like so happy, friendly about it. Yeah. They're super, they there's, break up. They're super amicable. Yeah. There's, this is just the, um, I've never seen people excited to be broken up. Yeah. But it took them a while to get to that point. And I was like, for fuck's sake, just break up just already. Say yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so, like, they were just really beating around the bush. And I was like, guys. Yeah. Come on. And <laughs> it's just the way that it was so easy. Yeah. And it's like the way that me and you were just talking right now. Like if we were talking about how we like Reese's. Yeah. Like you like Reese's? I like Reese's. And it was just like that. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, we're done. There were like no hurt feelings or anything. Yeah. It was so strange. So weird. But then <laughs> the next day, Kathleen is doing a everything must go sale at the store. So now customers are coming in telling them stories about how like, oh, I grew up coming to this store. Your mom meant so much to me. You're like, and bitch, then, where were you? Right. <laughs> yeah. When the store opened up. Yeah. So, where were you when we needed help with this other store? This one woman starts crying. So Kathleen pulls out a tissue box. So she had them available. Kathleen. <laughs> Please. But for, you know, we just had to, we had to give our our handkerchief to the child. I guess she like was like, maybe child germs aren't as gross as adult germs. Maybe. It's the same germs. It, that New York City air is the same shit. It's the same. Come on, Kathleen. So, I mean, whatever. It's tissues. Yeah. It's not whatever, though. I'm not going to get over it. Yeah. So she goes into the Fox bookstore after her day at work. And I don't think I've even seen a quarter of this amount of people in a bookstore. No. there was It was packed in actually, there. Actually, I do kind of remember like back in high school days, maybe, maybe middle school, when we would go to Barnes & Noble, like during the holiday season, it'd get pretty busy. Oh, that's holidays. Yeah. yeah it doesn't count. Yeah, yeah, yeah it doesn't yeah, count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> She sits in the children's section and she overhears like some lady asking a clerk about a book about shoes. Yeah. So she jumps in and helps out. Yeah. Because like, mom does, the mom doesn't know. Like, it's the book about the shoes. I don't know. My daughter just wants a book about the shoes. I don't know what it's called. And then the kid doesn't know because he's like a teenager. Yeah. And Kathleen's like, it's ballet shoes. And then she gives a whole history of the whole, like, the series of books. And then she's crying while she's saying it. And I feel bad. And Joe's, like, watching from afar. Like, what the fuck is yeah. happening over there? Because like, she's meant to do this. Yeah. This is her whole life. And yes. now she can't do it anymore because of Joe. Whoops. Whoop. Sucks. But what's fun is that the employee is, um, I know you haven't seen the show, but he's Danny Castellano from the Mindy Project. Ah, yeah. that's fun. Yeah. So we're like, oh my God, it's that guy. It's Danny Castellano, but wow. like a young version of him because this was 1998. Oh, okay. So you're like that guy. Yeah. Baby they got face. the same eyebrows. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. So now we cut to Joe in a cab with Patricia. Patricia. Uh, Patricia thinks <laughs> Kathleen should be an editor and wants to offer her a job. She also keeps going on about how Joe basically ruined Kathleen's livelihood. Yeah. Good. Finally. Well, at least somebody said it. Yeah, but that's a really... All right. So Joe's an asshole, but <laughs> now you're being an unsupportive partner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but so, I'm going to be picky. I'm going to be so pick and choosy. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I'm going to pick my red flags. I'm on everyone's <laughs> side. Like, <laughs> Yeah, what he did sucks, but... So that's what's funny on. though. So Patricia wants to offer her the, the book editor job, but then Joe's like, she wouldn't make a good person for that because she doesn't have the killer instinct to fire anybody. So then Patricia's like, you ruined her life. <laughs> so I get it. Like I'm with Patricia on this one a little bit. <laughs> but also it's weird if like my partner and like, so if he ruined somebody's life, right? And then his was, partner reaches out. Right. No, like, so if my partner were to ruin somebody's life and then I go to the person whose life he ruined, 
then try to offer them a job that would be weird that would be weird because that's like the same thing like not like and then if i was kathleen i'd be like you can go fuck yourself i'm not taking the job out of spite it'd be weird yeah and then yeah i don't want anything to do with you people it'd be the same thing like if if i were to go to his ex and be like hey you want to be friends yeah like that's weird that's weird yeah (laughs) but she's i mean she's trying she's like extending an olive branch i guess yeah i don't know anyways they get inside the building they get inside the elevator and and it gets stuck stuck awesome um, the old lady in the elevator is Piper's mom in Orange is the New Black. Oh. Yeah. Didn't recognize her at all. Yeah. I was like, that lady looks familiar. Huh. How about that? Yeah. But the bellboy, the elevator attendant, is not good at keeping uh, an even tone. No. He panics immediately. Everyone panics immediately. Everybody does. Even Patricia does. Yeah. Starts freaking out. She's the worst. She, honestly. Yeah. But then Joe's the only one to pick up the emergency phone and, and gives them clear instructions to be like, hey, now you call 911. And then she call grabs the fire the department. Phone. Yeah. She grabs the phone and starts screaming into it. She's like, help us. And then Joe's like, ignore her. Just call 911. Yeah. And we'll be okay. They've been in the elevator so long that everyone's acting like they're going to die. They're like, this is what I'm going to do when I get out of here. Right. It's probably been 20 minutes. It's Yeah. Like, they end up being stuck in there for, like, a whole hour. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it's not like they had smartphones or anything. That's to, like, true. Be, yeah. They had to, like, literally sit there for an hour. Talk to each other. Ugh. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> Gross. So then, yeah, as they say, like, what they'll do, Patricia's like, I'm going to get laser eye surgery if we get out. And then Joe starts to say something, but then Patricia cuts him off because she can't find her damn Tic Tacs. So she starts freaking out about her Tic Tacs. Ugh. I would have been like, you know, you gave everyone else a chance to talk. Right. Yeah. Now it's my turn, sweetie. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) But then that like clicks something in Joe's head. So yeah, because like the guy too, the other, the bell guy, he's like talking about this person that he is in love with. Yeah. And then Patricia has her freak out and Joe's like, ugh, gross. Do I want to be with her? Yeah. So then later on, Joe's writing to Kathleen saying, you know, like once we got out of that elevator, me and Brinkley just, we moved out. Like it was just clear to me that we were not happy there. Yeah. Dump her ass. Dump her ass. (laughs) And now he's sleeping on his boat. Yeah. So then Kathleen answers. I want to sleep on a boat. It would rock you to sleep so fast. Yeah, it would. <laughs> but then Kathleen answers and says that people say that change is a good thing, right? But then uh, all that really means is that something that you didn't want to happen happened. So I also respect that take. Yeah. It's an interesting take. Yeah. So then she tells him that her store is closing and that it'll, it'll be really depressing for a week or so. And like, will I ever bounce back from this? Who knows? Yeah. And then uh-huh. we cut to Kathleen closing up the store for the last time. Oh, my God. I was so this sad. This was so sad. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Uh. So then she's like looking back at everything. She shuts the lights off. There's one light still on and she sees like flashbacks of her dancing with her mom in the Aww. store. And I was like, oh my God. That's so sad. That is so sad. Mm-hmm. So then she shuts off that final light and then she closes the door, locks the gate for the last time. Takes the bell. Yeah. Oh. And then there's a sign in it that says, after 42 years, we we're closing our doors. That's a long time. That is a really long time. Wow. That's so sad. What? Imagine ruining that legacy. Yeah, right? Whew. Joe. Fade in on a new day. It's don't springtime. Know how, springtime, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, don't know how much time has passed. I just know that some time has passed. A season has a passed. A whole season, yeah. Yeah. Joe meets his now single dad yeah. at the boats. They hang out on their yacht because they're lucky fucks. Oop. Yeah. I wish I had a yacht to go hang out on, but... Same. Nope. Dad goes through his list of exes, and we learn that his most recent ex, Jillian, left him for their nanny uncomfortable laugh, Maureen. <laughs> uncomfortable laughing. Yeah. So then, can uh, you believe? Can you believe? <laughs> Scandalous. Jillian was just ready to do anything that was not Joe's dad. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> she wanted Joe, wanted Maureen. She just, she was um, gold digging. I would say, yeah, she wanted that fortune. She got it. Yeah, she did. She knew what she was doing. Hell yeah. So then dad is talking about like the legal parts of the split and how it'll take a chunk of Joe's inheritance, and Joe's like, ah, I don't care about that anyway. I wish I didn't care about that. Yeah, right. You know, I'd be like, Are you fucking kidding? 
<laughs> I'd be like, she came in here. She didn't care about you. I thought she left. Yeah. I thought they hadn't gotten married yet. I thought so too, because he said like, lucky you didn't marry her. But then I guess because they had the kid together, there's some kind of something there. Oh, maybe they owned property or something together. Or maybe that too. Yeah. Maybe they had all that stuff. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. So they, they basically go through all that. Just a little update on Joe's dad's life. Yeah. Then we cut to Joe bringing flowers to Kathleen's home. Yeah. Cause how the, the whole- fuck does he know where she lives? A stalker. <laughs> this is this is how you would turn it into like a murder yes, 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 yes. but <laughs> like back on the boat this is what like is the aha moment for joe is that oh. joe says something to dad about like yeah you know just meet somebody who fills your entire heart with joy and then dad's like huh have you ever met that person and then he's like it's kathleen boo that's why we're at kathleen's house now yes so then he buzzes she it sounds like at first that she's faking a cold turns out she wasn't yeah i was like kathleen come on yeah she but she's like overdoing the symptoms she's like i can't breathe i'm contagious i can't stand up i'm so tired yes. and he he's somebody a neighbor sneaks in or not sneaks in but unlocks so then joe sneaks in through through that and then he goes right up to her door yeah he just knows yeah okay and she tells him to hold on and cleans up so many tissues places a disaster it's uh, yeah oh my god he tells her he came to check up on her and she starts to say some mean stuff to him and then stops herself. Because she says that, you know, no matter how mad I am, there's still never an excuse. Imagine being so mature. Yeah. Could never be me. <laughs> <laughs> he puts the flowers in water and tells her that George is doing a great job at, in his store and he got that's her daisies. Oh, but that's how. So that's also how we knew where he, she lived because George also told him that she was sick. Yeah. And, and gave her... Gave this man her whole address? You know, sometimes people don't be thinking. <laughs> Damn it, George. You know, there's um, there's that one person speaking, going back to like. Don't give don't give people other people's yeah. addresses. It's not cool. Just remember how I was saying how um, I, do, I love when people on the internet don't know where I live. And then I was telling you about how that one person on social media basically said where I lived. Yeah. That's annoying. Yeah. I have a friend. She, she, for whatever reason, there's like a couple times we were at bars and she'd be like talking to someone. And she's like, oh, like. I live here and then she lives on and then she'll like give my whole address to some random person. No, 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 no. You and don't I'm do like, that. Can you fucking not? And you're like, actually, I moved. Yeah. Oh, like, can you not send some random? I don't You don't know this person. Was that the same person that tried to bring strangers to your home as well? Yes. I, I figured. <laughs> yeah. It makes sense. My poor parents. Thank <laughs> God they don't know this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I've saved them from stranger danger so many so times. So many times. Good thing you learned it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow so then anyway uh joe and kathleen make small talk about how everybody's breaking up lately you know him her the guy that she knows on the internet and then he's like oh yeah funny thing about that wow yeah so then he keeps like dropping hints that he's the aol guy but she's too sick to understand and comprehend Yeah, he got her daisies knowing it's her favorite flower started making her tea knows exactly how she likes it they start to chit chat about her hating him and whatever <laughs> and he ties it to pride and prejudice yeah and yeah, she's like i thought you hated it and he's like i've read it you i've know. read it once or twice yeah no because she's like um same thing she she starts to insult him and then she's like oh wait no there's never but i have no excuse for that like because he comes over and he's like oh so you mean like you have no excuse because you're a good person but i have no choice but to be horrible because i'm a horrible person <laughs> out of the two of us i'm the better person yes so and then that makes her feel bad again <laughs> <laughs> she can't win <laughs> neither so now, of them can win yeah so then she tries to go to bed because she's like actually feeling lightheaded now yeah and he's like damn kathleen i'm just trying to be your friend yeah <laughs> um she goes to bed he asks what happened to her date she says she never she never met him and he says if you're crazy about him you should meet him and then he talks to rin yeah so cute, cute and weird but also actually to remind a little cute bit and weird yeah. yes it is a little <laughs> because so as he's like putting her out of business she's she's saying this now she's like you know 
everybody keeps saying like it's not personal it's just business it's not personal but then that's that's just your side because it's not personal to you but it's personal to me yeah because it's her livelihood yeah it's her entire life Aww. and her mom's legacy but it's not personal it's business yeah I get that. And I actually, I like that take. That's very much relevant to today, I think. Definitely. And I will be using this argument. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yes, now we're back to being um, tucked into bed. Yeah, she starts talking. He shushes her, puts his mouth, his fingers on her mouth for She's sick. Reason. Yeah. Don't and do, contagious. Don't do that. She kind of, I feel like she had a look of realization, but now I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, I don't think she did. Unless she was yeah. just like, what is this man doing? They just have eye contact. Yeah. But like long eye contact. Yeah, too long. So something's turning in the head. Some yeah. years are turning. They say bye to each other. She emails her dude to say to me, he agrees, but and says he's in the middle of a project that needs tweaking. So we cut to Joe and Kathleen at a cafe. They start chatting about his last email. They're like getting lunch together. He's still playing dumb. Yeah. He puts it in Kathleen's head that the guy is probably married. Yeah. He starts like messing with her. He is double time catfishing her. Yeah. And I don't like that. <laughs> Dude, get it together. Like, what is that? Yeah. Kathleen asks the guy if he's married. Joe sends back a snarky email. And I'm like, this is fucked up that he's messing with her. Is that not her. like serial killer bullshit? <laughs> it's something. Right? It's definitely an asshole move. Yeah. For sure. And we cut to them eating lunch and actually having fun together. And they're walking and talking. Kathleen says she can never be with someone who has a boat. And Kathleen, this is where our paths dramatically, <laughs> dramatically no longer relatable. Yeah. <laughs> I would only want to be with a man with a boat. Yeah. <laughs> if you have no boat, keep swiping. Yeah. No, go away. <laughs> so then he's like, oh, shucks, we can't work out then because I have a boat. Yeah. And she's like, well, sorry, buddy. Yeah. Whoops. So now there's still just more montage of them building their relationship and their friendship and yeah. then him double timing her. Yeah. They set up another lunch date and then he also emails her to ask her to meet Saturday at 4 p.m. at a park and he'll bring the dog. Yes. So same day. Lunch date is at 12 meeting the AOL guys at 4. Yes. Joe and Kathleen get lunch at like this famous hot dog place, which is one of the spots I've always wanted to check out. Yeah. And I was like, damn, I'm so hungry. But <laughs> they start chatting and then they talk about the date later. They end up walking after and Joe tells Kathleen that he thinks about how things could have been if they weren't who they were and at war with each other. If they were just two regular people, he would have been crazy about her. Yeah. And then he asks. They have like another eye contact moment too. Yeah. And he's like, how can you forgive someone for standing you up and not me for putting you out of business? Hello? Sure. Hello? What? <laughs> those, what kind of priorities? Those are two completely different yeah, things. Yeah, you cannot. That's apples and oranges. That's yeah. not even apples and oranges. That's like apples and wrench. Yeah. You know? like that can, You can't do that. Apples and broccoli. Like, yeah. it's not It's not even in the same category. No, yeah. Guy. Come on. And then, you know, Elsa's kind of also, like, serial killer stalkery is ah. that he mentions before that, before he, like, confesses his fake love for her. He's like, you know, I bet you that guy, the internet guy, like, he was probably just, like, waiting to make sure that he was the only one that you loved and that there was no other competition or something. Uh. And, yeah, I was like, that's... Uh don't like that that's, that's gross. weird that's like gross manipulative like power control stuff that's a little weird Didn't yeah like that yeah yeah she leaves joe to go get ready for her date she gets ready and leaves her apartment with nothing but the clothes on her she had like a new cardigan on this time yeah but like your, oh but yeah you're your right. keys no keys a wallet nope. a purse no bat no nothing a water bottle no nope. i bet you she didn't even tell her friends where she was going damn that's a rookie mistake oh, yeah 
Are you going to a park? Yeah, right? Uh, a public, mm, you know? I could never. She's also so excited that she has to stop herself from jogging. Yeah. Which is kind of cute. That is cute. So then they're at the meeting place in this garden, and she's there waiting. And then she hears Joe scream for Brinkley because the dog runs away. He's off leash. And then Joe reveals himself. Yeah. And then they make their eye contact, and Joe's like, well, it was me. She, like, now realizes, and I thought she was having mixed feelings, but then she starts crying, and she's like, I'm glad it turned out to be you. And I she's like, to I want, be you. Yeah. And again, and then they kiss, right? They hug, they kiss. They embrace. The, the movie dog, ends. The dog comes over because yes. he's like, uh, where's my attention? Hello? Yeah. <laughs> and then the movie ends. But okay, so my more important thing than the movie ending and them getting together, which we knew was going to happen, is would you have forgiven somebody for putting you out of business, the business that your mother handed down to you? I don't. I don't think so. You know? That's a lot. That's like it's heavy. A lot. And also. That's your entire livelihood. Up until that point, that's all you know how to do. Yeah, but like also for them to start a friendship, like I don't even think I would have gotten that far. Right. Well, actually, so that's even the the more layered part of this. So would you forgive the person who not only put you out of business, the business that your mom gave you, who's like, that's the only memory you have of her really, or the tangible memory, you know? Because that's all she knows. And, so now she has yeah. to start at square, like. But like not only that, but he also lied to you twice. Yeah. Because he lied about the AOL guy, and the AOL guy lied about Joe. And then he showed up to your date and was a dickhead. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I would. I don't think I would. Yeah. There's no way that that works out in real life. No. No, absolutely it not. It only worked because it was America's Sweetheart, Tom Hanks. Yeah. <laughs> and even then, it's questionable. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I don't buy it. Yeah, me neither. I would like to see the 2021 remake of this and just see Joe get torn apart. Yeah, he would get ghosted so quick. So fast. This is a weird movie. It was weird. Um, I guess I could see how like the 1998 audience would like it because again, like same thing with when Harry met Sally. Yeah. Like the men were insufferable, but like that was acceptable back then. Yeah. The first hour of this movie was a little brutal. The first half hour was extremely brutal, but. It feels like for me, like the pacing worked, I think. Yeah. Because I don't, it was just like being kind of more mundane day by day with them. Yeah. Towards the last half, I kind of like this movie, but that's because I like happy endings. Oh, true, true, true. Yeah. That's fair. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think it just yeah no we were just building their um their bickering relationship for a long time yeah I'm just stuck on the fact that she forgave yeah and she wanted it to be him yeah that's not realistic yeah ladies love yourself please yeah and also guys who get catfished like this it's not for you yeah no don't don't uh, gaslight yourself into <laughs> thinking that that's okay yeah this was just a weird story yeah. Just like the things that we, um, just like as a society, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Romanticized. Like, romanticized. Yeah. That's, it's just so weird. Yeah. This was like, you know, like everyone digs the enemies to lovers trope, but this was just a little bit of an odd one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's see what other movies Nora Efron has. Yeah. Right. And we could be like, ma'am, could you please write a different story this time? Can like, you like chill out? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Maybe make them not so mean. Yeah. Or just weird. Yeah, yeah. Weird yeah. stories. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, because they, they butted heads through the entire movie, and same with when Harry met Sally. And then suddenly it was perfect and fine. Yeah, well, like, what the fuck is that? That doesn't happen. No. <laughs> no, it does not. Especially in New York City. Unless, are we in a weird bubble? Um, Do maybe. we not know things? <laughs> Do we need know. to go explore more of humanity? Yeah, right. <laughs> Who knows? People are going to be listening, they're like, have these two ever had a crush on anyone <laughs> Have you ever talked to a human? Yeah. <laughs> Do you not know what feelings are? Oh. Having feelings for other people? Are? They're called being dynamic. Yeah. Wow, okay. <laughs> I don't buy it, though. Yeah. But anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed us dissecting this really popular romantic movie. movie. Yeah. yeah. Tell your friends to listen. And also, like, if you have insight onto why this isn't weird, maybe tell us so that we can <laughs> understand. I'm just, I, w- I want to <laughs> know. I want to know. I'm open to hearing. 
<laughs> and I would just still continue to make the argument that this was weird. This is a little bit weird. Yeah. <laughs> Such an odd, <laughs> odd movie. I wonder what happened to Frank and Patricia. Patricia! <laughs> I'm sure they're living a very happy life. Together. Together, being selfish together. Yeah, unless he went to like go date the interviewer. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> well, anyway, follow us on the social media things at Chatty Media on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. <laughs> Those are the same things that we have yeah. every single time that I forget every single time. It's okay. And then make sure that you call Jessica Damari to compose your theme song. Love it. And on that note, bye. bye.